Red Pill Philosophy, Blue Pill Philosophy, Men's Philosophies on Women. We take the MGTOW movement, we take incels, we take red pill guys, and we decipher all of it based off of a question that our friend DC asked us. When I say red pill and blue pill, I'm not talking about the matrix, but it does derive from the matrix. So we're going to tie it all together. And then we're going to talk a little bit about finance and the importance of finance and this book that I started reading called Everyday Millionaires by Chris Hogan. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter. Follow us at Hanging With Apes. Go on over to our website. That's HangingWithApes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out the merchandise. Go to any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes. Our catalog will pop up. And listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music. So jumping into it. Red Pill, Blue Pill, MGTOW, Incels, Men's Philosophies on Relationships. What are you? Are you red-pilled or are you blue-pilled? I'm purple pill. No, <laughs> no I would say I'm red-pilled. Yeah, yeah no. you are red pill. Okay, so let, let's break it down for people that don't know. So for those of you that don't know, on YouTube, on Twitter, on social media, for the last few years, maybe more than a few years, but it's really been getting traction for the last few years, there's been these movements primarily comprised of men, but some women are jumping on the bandwagon of red pill and blue pill philosophy. So the red pill versus the blue pill choice comes from the movie, The Matrix. And for anybody who has seen The Matrix or remembers it, or even if you don't remember it or you haven't seen it, I'm going to explain. There's a scene in the movie where a character, Morpheus, presents the main protagonist with a choice of whether or not to continue living in the matrix, which would be the blue pill choice, which is essentially you're unaware of like a greater existence and you're unaware of like the inner workings and like the backdrop situation of the world that you're in versus the red pill where it's like you are aware of the inner workings and and the situation and how it's all kind of a simulation and then when you do decide to re-enter the matrix you're able to do so with like greater power because you're aware of the inner workings of it and that's why when you see the matrix like those characters are able to do things that like are seemingly impossible because of their awareness of the situation so like the the movie actually the trilogy is like kind of a big metaphor for that it's a big sci-fi metaphor for for that. So when you talk about men's philosophy and like the MGTOW movement and all these different movements for men, you have like the red pill and the blue pill. And like these guys talk about red pill and blue pill for the blue pill guys being the guys that believe in like, oh, 
like romantic love and and everything's perfect and it's very gynocentric which for people like that don't know what gynocentric means it means like the world society your beliefs revolves around pussy like it revolves around yeah <laughs> the vagine like it that's like what it revolves around whereas like the red pill guys are like no nah, like there's more to life there's nothing wrong well and then that's where we get into like the different facets of it because there's some guys that don't believe in long-term relationships they believe in like what they call the pump and dump other guys believe in long-term relationships some guys even will go as far as get married so like we're gonna break it all down but it all stems from a question that our friend Donnell DC, our our fellow audio ape, asked us on Snapchat. And so, what what was the specific question? Do you remember? Basically, saying like, okay, because it was it was long. I guess it, what was plaguing his mind was like in an era where where there is now a MGTOW movement and how like the way they look at things doesn't necessarily mean or, or the way they look at things is kind of like it's, it's like marriage if you're married you're blue pilled if you're not you're you're uh then you're red pilled and i guess it was kind of plaguing him cuz it it was kind of like one of those situations is kind of like limiting mm-hmm. in a sense when you think about well what if I meet with a girl that that by all accounts like I rock with and like I, I would like to get married or 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 if I'm with her in a relationship, does that make me blue pilled or how do how do we look at that? And I, I guess that's where the conversation kinda stemmed from. Yeah. And and uh and I think I think it's less and this is the bad thing about when people believe in one thing only or don't look at things like on a wide range of yeah or avenues. like drink the Kool-Aid of a particular movement yeah yeah it's like you know those are those are things that like they don't even think about so the fact that like DC actually came up with that question was like damn like you know I'm I'm thinking bigger than this shit yeah like so what do you guys think exactly which obviously then because and, a great and, conversation and, and that and that is the problem with a lot of times when people adopt certain philosophies is they don't question the philosophy like i feel like one of the main reasons why like the things that i believe in i believe in so strongly is because i've constantly questioned it yeah you know what i'm saying so even even the other day which we're going to get into get into a little bit later on but when when i came across the day that i came across the book everyday millionaires i remember sending you a video mm-hmm. about about like uh what was it oh uh, people that buy shoes remember oh remember yeah, I yeah, sent, yeah, the, yeah sent you that video mm-hmm. and then like i and even though for a, a, a big portion of my life I focused on finances and saving and like getting myself like in in a decent position, that video still compelled me to like reach out to like a trusted person and be like, "Damn, like, do I fit into this shit?" Yeah. And then you were yeah. like, "No," nah, because like he's talking about people that like ain't on shit that are like spending all their money on shoes. He's like, mm-hmm. "You were more so like you're doing it kind of as a byproduct of the success, but." It's so it's a different situation, but still, even all, even yeah. with all of that, I felt compelled to question it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's important <clears throat> to like always question things because that's how you find 
contentment in it once it's questioned. Like yeah. I even think like even in the in the in the instance of like good relationships, like and I'm not just talking about like romantic relationships, but with friends, with with everybody. Like the constant questioning of, and it, not questioning of like, oh, is this person really my friend or is it worth being friends with this person? But the questioning of like, all right, where do I stand? Like, like how does this relationship function? Like, what's the purpose? Like, what what's going on here? Like the constant evolvement. That's how yeah. I think that's how like, like people evolve and relationships yeah. evolve and things evolve is by, is by, you know, questioning it to some degree and so i think that that's the problem with a lot of these movements like the red pill the MGTOW, all of this stuff i don't I, incel is not really a movement it's kind of just like a byproduct of of society and like these guys are kind of handling things in a not the most productive manner but even that like ought to be questioned like like yeah. what am i doing like why is this a thing you know yeah. what i'm saying and to kind of give people like a better perspective because i've seen this picture before on the MGTOW uh, reddit <clears throat> it has like the MGTOW levels and for people that don't know what MGTOW it is it stands for men going their own way yeah and so we're going to get into it all a little bit more deep in a second but go ahead yeah, and I'm glad that you explained the blue pill, red pill origins because, like, politi- like on the uh, on the political side, like the red pill, blue pill thing is a thing. Yeah, has nothing to do with MGTOW. Yeah, MGTOW uses that too. So, so, so this blue pill, red pill that I'm going to be talking about is just strictly MGTOW levels, and I've seen this picture before, <clears throat> countless countless of times. So it says the MGTOW levels. What's your level? Any level is good as long as it's not level zero. So then I'm going to start at zero. MGTOW level zero. Blue pill. Men who got married after year 2000 and oblivious to how poorly society treats men. They are female utilities, ATM, simps, manginas, <laughs> and the white knights. So um, those are like little terms that they use. <laughs> level uh, MGTOW level one. Aware MGTOW. Rejects marriage and cohabitation of any sort. <clears throat> of any sort which might be classified as common law marriage picking up for a single mother's children or any action which might be used in court to turn him into into her legal indentured servant but still engage in long-term relationships with strict guidelines set on females indentured servant is great <laughs> <laughs> yeah so some of the shit that they use is just hilarious MGTOW level two social MGTOW rejects all form of long-term personal relationships with women. They only engage in sex, flings, and short-term open relationships with women. They are pseudo-PUA. The only, they only use females for sexual purposes. MGTOW level 3. Civil MGTOW. Rejects all form of personal relationships with women, including dating, one-night stands, friendships, etc. Any contact with unfamiliar women is kept strictly professional and at a minimum. Some MGTOW might have a very few exclusive close platonic female friends however they're selected based on high intellect and loyalty these MGTOW will only engage in civil activities that benefit themselves and community MGTOW level 4 we're almost done ladies and gents ghost MGTOW reject females entirely refuses to produce more than strictly necessary for his individual survival he will do as much work off the books as possible to avoid taxation and will remain in the lowest tax bracket possible without jeopardizing his quality, fun life, and acceptable standard of living. He focuses on hobbies and traveling. And finally, 
MGTOW level 5. Exile MGTOW. <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought of Tom Hanks in uh, Castaway. <laughs> uh, drops out of society altogether. He minimizes contact with the blue pill world and seeks to further his own ends on his own terms. For all intents and purposes, he does not exist. An urbanite might keep to his own apartment while someone further out may simply head into the wilderness and go off the grid. And that those are the five levels of MGTOW. And obviously I'm the exile MGTOW. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're definitely off the grid putting out a fucking podcast episode every week and rap records. And like, yes, that's off the grid. <laughs> no, it, it shit is, that shit is crazy. Now, Oh, for guys like us, for guys like us, we see that and like, I automatically question like so much of that. Shit. Yeah. But but also for guys like us, we can like take the good <clears throat> and the bad. Like we can we can like look yeah. at it and and uh, and decipher it. You know what I'm saying? And and like I said, I, if I'm not mistaken, in last week's episode from a book that I read, it's the mark of an intelligent mind to be able to entertain an idea without accepting it. Yeah. And that's what that is. It's like you look at it, you see it, and it's like, all right, what works for me? What work, What doesn't work for me? That shit that they're talking about in there, if a woman said it, they would be like, oh, well, you're some crazy like feminist lady that just wants to like, that hates men. Because that, that's what it sounds like. It's, yeah. like. it's like so bitter. Like you hate, you hate women. Actually, from level zero to five, at some point, the vocabulary that's used in the little paragraphs to explain makes you feel that there's bitterness behind it. Yeah, there is. There is a all, lot of bitterness. Yeah. Like the, and it's funny because like, what, what was the level zero? The the white knight. Like, oh, because like he's gonna <laughs> come in and like save save a situation. Because that's what like for them like white knights are like. Oh, the guy that comes in and like saves the day and this yeah. and that. This is the problem with that shit. Is like, at what point? At what point do you question the worthiness and caliber of the woman? Like, if yes, if you yeah. treat every woman like this, well, then yeah, like that shit is blue pilled as fuck. Because like, at, at some point, you're gonna get uh, exploited and and victimized and taken advantage of. But certain women, like if, like for instance. And 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 that's that's the thing like with that situation. Let's say let's say some of those guys like had a single mom or something like that, and like she was struggling to make ends meet, and like some dude that like came along and like really like rocked with her and like helped her with. Some, oh, so he's like a, a a white knight pussy beta male. Like no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, that, and, <laughs> yeah. and and, and yeah. that's why <laughs> that's why it's so it's so fucked up because. You and I have covered like the the alpha versus beta male, and like we covered it at a time where it wasn't so ugly. Now the terminology has become so ugly. It's like either you're this, you're alpha, or you're that, you're beta. And it's funny because her Hooray- very definitive. And like the other day, uh, that that a uh, funny YouTube channel that I follow, Hooray Perfect, like where he he satirizes all the, like all all kind of things like from Instagram models and like he satirized like these these alpha male videos. Yeah. Like dude, like that shit is getting so outrageous now. Like 10 signs you're an alpha. You like come on, man. Yeah. What the fuck is the matter with like just everybody hey, everybody calm the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> get your shit together. Like 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 get your shit, put it in a bag. 
get it together and then like take it with you like get it together like from rick and morty (laughs) but um but yeah definitely it's like uh, now we're just getting too ideological about this yeah you motherfuckers will take a like a halfway good idea yeah and like just turn it into a religion and and that's the thing it's like you (laughs) it just becomes extreme or you you uh you kind of make it almost satirical because like like some of the stuff here, actually all of it, is so limiting. The way that like when when someone gets like overly religious when they weren't, yeah, like where it's just like over limitation. It's like relax, bro, relax. You know, oh, I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you're sinning. <laughs> it's like yeah, all types of shit. It's like relax. We're human. Breathe, like. Just please, con calma, way, <laughs> con calma. It's like it, it becomes where it's like limiting or like. <laughs> but that's uh with calmness. <laughs> that's what I said in Spanish, in case people don't understand that shit. But it's like, just take a moment to to self reflect because I feel that that's what happens when you kind of lack your. You kind of want something to believe in, and it's like you really don't have like your own DNA when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, and, and it's like, well, just step back, analyze yourself, because I feel that that's the first thing you should do. I think that's the hardest thing, really. Like the hardest thing to do is to reflect back on on what you did and how you did it and why, and 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 because it's like really deeply rooted if you think about it. Any decision you've made, like kind of stems from like you growing up and developing and, and yeah and why. De- definitely so like we've said it before when it comes to 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 like the to, to really anything any movement but but just for lack of an example when when black lives matter talks about like systematic oppression they don't self-reflect on like what in the culture could be fixed so it's like it, it becomes more finger pointing yeah than than See, it's easier to 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 say that, like, oh, like, this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. I'm gonna point at this and then point at that. But then it's like, can you really point if you haven't pointed the finger yourself first? Right. Exactly. And I feel that that that's where where this stuff is like. You have to be very weary of of when you see movements, or when you see, you know, certain things. Even when it comes to religion, you know, like any religion, anything that 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 has a, you know it's like an ideology you have to kind of like tread softly yeah (laughs) for lack of a better word and it's funny you say that because one of my favorite macklemore lines is on off of uh was it was the uh was the one with the album with thrift shop uh that was the first one right yeah i'm trying to remember the name of it the heist the heist. heist yeah yeah I like that snakeskin. Uh, and 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 the heist, he has a line that says, "You have a whole world to change, but you know who you have to change first. Like saying that, yeah, like there's a lot of issues that you need to, that can be tackled and we can deal with, but if you don't self-reflect, then it's it's not good. It's and and like it doesn't work because it's true. Like maybe there are a lot of MGTOW guys that, that believe in that shit and like believe in going on their own way. Like, Oh, fuck women. Like fuck all of that stuff. Like I'm going to just do my own thing. And, and maybe a lot of it is based off of 
some past bad relationships or bitterness. But in all those fucking like MGTOW red pill videos, I rarely ever see any of them be like, nah, you know what? There were instances where like I was fucked up. Like I didn't. Yeah. Like in the relationship, like I could have did this better. I could have did that better. And 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 like I'm not saying because maybe at the end of the day they were the victim of like something like fucked up that took place, but still is like, well, have you analyzed the chain of events that got there? That got you there. Because I feel like if you're in constant self-reflection, you're also sort of reflecting upon your environment and the circumstance. And I feel like a lot of times you're able to kind of circumvent that shit because you're so reflective all the time. Like I remember somebody once told me, uh, what'd she say? She's like... "Uh, a fake bitch can't be fake for too long. Like she can't keep up the act for too long. Yeah, and and it's true. So like a lot of these guys, you you it begs to question. Okay, like well, if these women that like put you through all this divorce and took all your money and like all this stuff, you didn't see it. Like you didn't like any sign at all. I have the, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, but I see, fi- a lot of people they don't like. We've talked about this plenty of times. They don't the attention to detail is. So like luster, that is very true, and and like someone could breeze through what you just said and be like, oh yeah 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 okay, you know what I'm saying, but not really like apply it, because yeah like if 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 you're if you're being fake, there's gonna be cracks, there's gonna be cracks at some point. What did she just say? Yeah. What are her actions doing? Like she, this is kind of like unlike what I thought, you know. But like a lot of people breeze through that, like they breeze through oh. oh, oh she just got mad over some dumb shit, and then you 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 fucking put it in in the closet of 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 the, of, the clo- de- of denial, <laughs> yeah, of denial, yeah, and shit that's not spoken of, yeah, and until that you ain't dealing with, yeah, I ain't dealing with it now, I'll, to be continued, like like the scene in the Departed with Matt Damon's character where he's like, which I always wondered in that yeah. scene, uh-huh. and like this is the genius of Martin Scorsese, in that scene. Well, he's like all turned over and he's like, I could deal with something being wrong my whole life. But if anybody leaves, it has to be you. I don't have the strength. No. Did she tell him that like she fucked around on him and he's still like, like, yeah, he's I thought about that. Yeah, I've always because like they, you don't see, but he's just like, if I, I'm Irish, I could deal with something being wrong my whole life. But you like, I can't No, Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. That's my point yeah. is like, because she seemed like she was like a real ass female. Like it was one of those things where like I don't know. Like in in the in in the movie, the the the, the psychologist chick, she seemed real to the sense that like like yeah, I'm being honest with you. Like yeah, like I messed around. Yeah. If you want to leave, leave, like she seemed, she had the character to me that would be that way. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. if well, I could understand if you don't want to do this, and dude was like so caught up with her and then that's why like yeah jack nicholson's character always gave him grief about that like dude you're losing yourself yeah. you're like you're off your square <laughs> so so my thing is this my thing is this let's say a motherfucker like that was 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 like that and then and then down the road shit didn't work out and yeah. like 
he's he ends up being bitter and he's oh well i i i could have went to school but but i was with you i sacrificed all of this all of that it's like yeah. well dude those were your decisions were, exactly yeah. that was your decision See. like i mean does that whatever part she may have played in that it does that make her any less culpable no maybe not yeah. but at the end of the day you still made the decision yeah you still made the decision so to me your bitterness is a little bit invalid. I don't really valid. I don't really validate that bitterness because you chose this. This yeah. was the route that you decided to go down. Exactly, and then to, and you're completely right because I mean you're you're capable and have the capacity to understand these things. You should because these are important decisions in your life. You should know who you're marrying. You should know this stuff. You should. Really study the shit before you get married because like this is some some defining shit you know what I'm saying, and 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 on that end it's like it's more you you have to blame the guy in the sense that like well you shouldn't have settled until you knew for sure, and then on the other side on the other side of things when it comes to like the legalities of stuff then I could understand the bitterness, and that's where I'm like okay I I can. I couldn't understand that aspect a little bit more, like the whole child support situation, or the whole like the mom has to be damn near a a, a, a you know a crackhead for you to have custody of your own kids, or the fact that like you could work on something that you've sacrificed, and then all of a sudden half of it is taken okay, away. Okay, now yeah. now let let's let me stop you right there. All very like very valid valid points. Mm-hmm. But that's my point is like you see with what you said, you were like, you have to know who you're marrying. Exactly. There are certain women that you know that like, yeah, if, if things go south with south with this chick, she's not going to like keep me from my children. Exactly. It's just not in her character. Like maybe she hates me like royally. She hates me. Yeah. But like she would not do that because like it doesn't it doesn't behoove the children. It doesn't it's not in their best interest. There's some women that that like they have high moral character. Like, yeah, you hate me. You hate me. But guess what? Like she don't want to take half my money because she does her own thing. That's yeah. my point is like, yes, you can never determine the outcome of a relationship years down the road because anything can happen. We get that. But still, you can make a determination based off of who this person is if it's worth even proceeding with certain things. Exactly. Because, I mean, those are the questions you should ask. Right. More than like, oh, I enjoy watching Captain Marvel with her. I fucking, <laughs> oh, God, I love her. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay. But will she be a good mother? Because being a good mother, like you said, would mean that like she will have to take all the hate that she has for you because she caught you knee deep in some pussy Jesus Christ <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to give you some <laughs> some food for thought <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like, and like it, shit didn't work out and you fucked up but the fact that she saw all that shit and she hates your guts she's still not gonna fucking or, not let you see your kids because it's not in their best interest or even even if you didn't fuck even if she fucked up yeah. still the circumstance of whatever you have to deal with together She's reasonable about it. Yeah, that's my yeah. point. Let's say, let's say, like, like you, you turn, you find out, oh, like, oh yeah, she fucked everybody at her at her job. Yeah. Okay, whatever. That's fine. That's fine. I'm gone. Like that's that's a given. Like I'm I'm gone. Yeah. I'll see you. But we still have situations together. We have the situation of 
well, like we we cohabitated, we maybe have some accounts together, the money situation, the kids situation. Yeah. She might have done all that like like fucked up vile shit. But she might be decent enough to be like, all right, well, yeah, I fucked around. Like, I haven't, like, wanted this for a while, yada, yada, yada. But when it comes to this, like, we can be reasonable with one another. Yeah, but let's be honest here. You're being very, very logical, as you should be in these situations. But how many men would be cool with some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, Be cool with what? With, like, oh, she, she was on some vow shit. Like, they'll probably bring the drama to the relationship. And that's another pro problem. You oh, see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but but that's my thing is like you have to know what things you ought to look at emotionally. Yeah. And like like they say there's like your your IQ and then your EQ. And like you have to like know which things you use your IQ with and which things you use your EQ with. Yeah. And some certain things you don't just you don't look at emotionally. I yeah. mean, not to say that there won't be emer- emotional turmoil. Yeah. But that, and this is where we get into the interesting part. See, this is where the red pill comes in. See, the blue pill, the blue pill philosophy, a lot of times these guys, they give up their whole life for this woman. So in the event of something catastrophic like that happening, they have no, they have no support system because all their friends, like they, they haven't fucked with their friends. Mm. And now if they try to reach out, not to say that their friends won't fuck with them, but there's such a disconnect that like when you're like pouring your heart out to your friends, they're just kind of like, yeah, damn, dude, that's fucked up versus being able to really give valid advice because you've been disconnected. Yeah. yeah. So so you have that. You don't have any hobbies. You don't have anything else that you're doing because like all your time and dedication has gone to her. So all this other stuff that could help you and like that 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 really at the end of the day comprises an abundant life, you threw it all out of the window for this situation but is again based off of your decisions so it's one of those things where it says like now even if you want to deal with this the right way you don't have the support system to do it you know but you've put yourself in that corner so it's one of those things where it's just like yeah dude your friends could tell you yeah you don't want to look at this too emotionally i know it hurts or whatever but you got to be very smart your that's your wartime council like what we talked about last week your wartime council is telling you not like you don't want to do that do this time time heals all things the best revenge is success like all of these things that a a, a dude in that moment like needs to hear you don't have that you don't have that but that's because you were blue pilled as fuck you were blue pilled as fuck so that's what i'm saying there are like tenants in this philosophy that are good it's just accepting it all as a whole but then the other side of things is like that's the MGTOW shit that we were talking about but there are a lot of like red pill guys out there that they believe in like long-term relationships they just don't believe there's certain like they just don't believe in like giving up your whole life but my thing is this when where and how did we get to the point where like that was such a thing for like a guy to just like give up everything. How many of our friends have we seen <laughs> yeah. go down that road where it's like, dude, I don't even know you anymore. Like you, you, you can't rock with us cause you're married. You can't rock with us cause you're in a relationship. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. No, I could see if we were like, Oh yeah, we're going to go to like a brothel and like fuck whores. Well then, yeah, like I could see like your significant other not rocking with that shit, but like 
yeah. we're playing like we're chilling we're, we're gonna see a movie go to a concert we no you can't do that either we can't go watch fucking avengers endgame baby <laughs> oh all right fuck it oh, well, i'll let me when you want to go to that brothel man <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like i i know exactly what you're saying it's like and in the, and in that realm that's where i feel like MGTOW is <laughs> kind of uh it's weird. It it, it kind of contradicts itself because it's like, oh, well, you you want to be on your purpose, which that's good. That's yeah. what you should focus on. But then at the same time, the unwillingness to to know, to, the unwillingness to navigate the realness of like a real ass chick, is kind of like blue pill. If you think about it, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying it's 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 uh, teach your own. It but is I, I because feel... it, it really it is fear based. It really is fear based. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm 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 scared. I don't want to try. Like muffer, like try because the because this is the other thing. This is the other thing. Like you can point out a lot of bad examples. Yeah, but I can point out a lot of good examples of how like a down ass chick like has held a motherfucker down, and like they've been like very successful or like she's yeah. she's been like the. Like, no, nah, like, I understand, like, what he, you know what I'm saying? So th that's valuable, too. They don't, but they never talk about that stuff. They never talk about that side of things. Yeah. They never talk about the side of things of, like, couples that have, like, built businesses together. That's my point. Is like, I don't like when any argument is so one-sided. Yeah, and that, to me, that's that's where, again, and, and we went full circle to the beginning, which is, like, you should not subscribe to just one thing, one hundred percent. I think it has to be. It has to be. I think Pusha T has a line like that. Some some shit about like oh, uh, some real niggas uh, bring balance to the game I'm in. Yeah. Type shit. I, I don't know what song it is. He, he but that dude, he's red pilled as fuck. But but what's funny <laughs> about him? He's red pilled, but like like his own version of like like us. Yeah. Because. Cause yeah, he's, he's really he's, off the grid. Cause he's married, but he's very off the grid. Because like I, I like the line that he says uh, on hard piano, where he's like, it it show it really shows like the the depth that he he understands like with women. Yeah. He's like what he said. He's like never trust a bitch who falls in love with a camera. She will fuck you and turn around and fuck a janitor. Set the parameters. You either with the pro ballers or the amateurs. Yeah. And like, wh why I rock with that shit? And I and I think this is the problem. A lot of guys they don't like delve that deep into shit. It is true. Are you with the pro ballers or are you with the amateurs? Because at the end of the day, fucking pig. <laughs> <laughs> because because it's true. Because for as much as I we've talked shit and like and and. And we're not, we don't rock with like, like those gold digging ass, like Instagram models. Yeah. The one redeeming quality that they have, the yeah. one redeeming quality that they have is that at least they stick to their fucking like standard of yeah. like, oh, I want me a basketball player or whatever. Like it's stupid because it's all for the wrong reasons. Yeah. But at least you have a standard. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. These guys, a lot of these blue pill guys, they, they were falling for chicks that like they knew didn't have a standard. There's like, oh yeah, like they they rock they 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 rock with the businessman, they rock with the driven dude, they rock with the intellectual, but then they also like rock with like the dude that's like fucking chugging chugging beers in Cancun. Yeah, bro, it's Toads Magoats. Like, it's like water, chick, you don't even know who you are. So, <laughs> yeah. but, but my thing is this: 
we don't blame her. We're not blaming her. Mm. We're blaming you for picking her, baby. Like, yeah. because, and, and then, okay, let's say you picked her. Okay, fine. You picked her. That's fine. But now, <laughs> if the, if nothing has changed and like you, and these red flags persist, then it's like, oh, will you still go down? Because my thing is this. I never judge a person off of their past. Never, never, never. Because I, I am a firm believer that like people change and yeah. like, here this episode is two days after Easter. And one thing that is badass about this idea of, of of Easter and like the resurrection and everything like that is like this idea of the crucifixion and like all the turmoil you go through to rise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So even if like you look at the story at face value, let's say for the people out there that don't believe in God or, or whatever – you just look at the story at face value. It kind of is all about transformation. Yeah. So I, and I'm a firm believer in that. And as you know, like, like where we come from, like we haven't always been like how we are. Like, oh, the, no. you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I believe that like people can change. So like the person's past is the past. What I'm saying, when I, what I'm saying is when you, you're accepting and like you're you're going down into the rabbit hole with a person that is like giving you red flag after red flag after red flag after fucking red flag yeah you still make this decision and then at the end you want to be mad that like the shit went south yep <laughs> and you know what right you find that so funny no 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 because 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 and this is why because you got me while you're saying all this shit i'm looking up verses because like this is why i feel hip hop is so amazing cuz it it really all the subjects that we've covered now you could you could no role models j cole she don't want to be saved don't save her yeah. she don't want like so if you guys want to kind of like get like the feel of the, uh, of a, or like get a song a hip hop song that kind of has a feel of the conversation we're having no role models j cole fucking great yeah. Like he he like in in, in a kind of like a lighthearted way he he kind of says like there's some real ass chicks out there there's some fake ass chicks fake fake ass chicks don't save them yeah they want to be saved yeah and they and and he's so right they don't want to be saved yeah like it's like why waste your time and then and then you got Pusha T saying some crazy ass shit and this is a great ass shit about Pusha T is that at face value like if, if you're not like a, a hip-hop person you'll you'll look at it as oh look he's a fucking one of those drug dealing guys that just raps about that but it's like he uses that to talk about life shit which mm -hmm. is kind of badass it's mm -hmm. like some picasso ass shit and and like what you said that was like very revealing like very first of all very contemporary which is badass and then and then um and I, I guess I find it badass because, like, from high school to now, like, and then the, his first, like, hit single was with his brother, which is Grinding, mm -hmm. to now it's, it's been such a progression that, like, mm -hmm. his, line, his lines are so much more potent now than they were before. And then, like, on that song where he talks about that stuff, it's badass. Uh, not, not, not the song that you're talking about because the one that you're talking about was the one with Rick Ross. Yeah, Hard, hard Piano. Piano. Yeah. Uh, I found the song that 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 where he talked about the the balance part, and this was the, the actual line. He's like, um, "They don't miss you till you're gone with the wind, and they're tired of dancing like the yin yang twins. You can have the yin, you can't have the yin without the yang, my friend. Real niggas bring balance to the game I'm in. 
can't escape the scale if I tried. Interstate traffic is alive. So it's, like, it's so crazy because like somehow, some way in the in the world that he's in, he still is able to compact some real ass life shit. Yeah. Like, and, and I feel like that. I like that line because it, it it speaks volumes of who he is. He doesn't subscribe to any anything that that he doesn't feel is is not real. Yeah. And see, and, and that's a key thing because. I might have my own taste in whatever there is. You might have your own taste in whatever there is out there, it's just in different things. Our next door neighbor could have a different taste of what he thinks is badass shit, and I feel like that's what's real. It's like, what do you like? Yeah. You might think that the fucking Yeezy 500s are, are badass, and I might think, like, oh, they're disgusting. And guess what? You're confident enough to buy them because you like them, not right, because not everyone else likes exactly. them. And then, and then I might think like, oh, the fucking, the, the, the you know, the new Jordans are, are nice. And some people might be like, oh, I don't like them. Well, I like them, so I'm gonna buy them. And see, a lot, like, a lot of these things people don't do due to like society, right? right? Oh, I, uh, this isn't cool, so I'm not gonna do it. No. It's cool to do what you like to do. That's what's cool. And, and what works for you because yeah. because that's the thing. Like you see so many guys, it's like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna like marry this chick because it's just time. Like society says it's time. And like you're jumping into <laughs> something that like you don't even know. Yeah. Or you know, or you're not even ready for or want. Because where versus like when a guy is like, no, like this is the one for me. She's down ass chick. Like we're gonna do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it and it and it works for the person, you know. Exactly, yeah. That's very important, and I think that that it, it goes back to just like being an individual and and understanding. Like you could take bits and pieces of a lot of things and make some. You know what I'm saying? That that's what cooking is. You know what I'm saying like, oh, let me get this spice, let me get that spice. That's how people have their own little recipe. Yeah. That's what life is. It's like your own little recipe. It, it's funny because the other day I was uh, <laughs> I was driving to the mall with my mom. And it was too funny. I was giving her a rap hip hop one on one class because, like, mm-hmm. a lot of times, a lot of times, like when I'm listening to rap, whether it's like our music or like some other music, I always ask, "Do you understand?" And like, I like because over time she's made like real progression because, like, before she'd be like, "Yeah," and I know you don't, I, I know you don't understand it. <laughs> I know because I barely understand it. No, 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 I understand it. No, but but uh, but it'll be like, I know you don't understand it. I was like, and then she and she's like, "Well, not everything. Just just tell me, just explain to me." And yeah. so we were listening to Rowdy, our our record, yeah, yeah, Rowdy. And so and my verse and Rowdy, I was like, "Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying?" And yeah. so. It's funny because like she was so amazed at like how much stuff is packed in yeah. in that like in a in one of our verses yeah, yeah. about like life and society and stuff like yeah. that and I and so I was it, it was funny because like she gave me she gave me some like not disparaging looks but like wow I can't believe you like you said that like honest because I was telling because yeah. we were at the part where it was like uh, where I was like um, I reek of the '90s you lost on Instagram. Uh, nothing as bitches used to have to run the track and didn't get to me too. America's favorite dad. So like on that, on that's, that's cr- like, like it's, it's wild stuff. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah. And I, and, and so she, cause she was like, I don't, I don't understand that. And it, and I was like, Oh, I was like, okay. I was like, I reek of the nineties you lost on Instagram. So I'm making like a juxtaposition of, yeah. Me being raised in the '90s, like raised around like gangsters and like the yeah. gangster culture, and like 
you know, I'm not saying I'm a gangster or a thug or nothing like that, but I'm just saying like I was raised around it, and like there's certain things that these guys taught me about like how to move in the world, yeah. and so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm not like with like some of this new stuff. Like I'm, I reek of the night. Like I, I, and I use the word intentionally reek. Like yeah. I smell of it. Like yeah, like it shit is so much off of me that when I step in the room, like that shit reeks of of the 90s not only that like reek could be looked at as negatively right in 2019 exa- which is kind of what that's, you're going that's for. that's exactly yeah. that's exactly what i'm going for like yeah. i i want it to make motherfuckers uncomfortable yeah i reek of the 90s you you lost that instagram nothing as bitches used to have to run the track so like pretty much saying that like i come from a time <laughs> i come from a time where like if like you were ain't you weren't on shit like you got pimped like you yeah. got like you were like yeah. that's that's what you, you chose that life yeah. that's what you did and I'll run that track and, or, and, and didn't get to meet to america's favorite that then didn't get to make all these like decisions and then later on be like oh no me too sexual harassment yeah and so she and it was funny because like i was with a married man in the club <laughs> and i went to a hotel with him Right, that's my point. I was trying to fuck, but really, I have buyer's remorse. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and so and so that's that's what. And then then like I explained like the Uncle Fester line, like all that stuff. Yeah. But but that's it's important. But it all ties that I you I only use that verse because it kind of ties into the subject matter yeah. that we're talking about about how like choose your path in life, stay with it, yeah. don't let anybody derail it. And like if and this is the biggest thing about it. For, for everybody listening to this, like, real-ass people, they're not going to derail you. Like, they don't want to derail you. A real woman, a, a real friend, real anybody, anybody that's, like, really down with you, they don't want to derail you off of your shit. Yeah. If anything, they want to make you stronger. Right. And it, and if they, they want to derail you, then, like, it ain't, like, that shit ain't, that shit ain't right. It's just yeah. not, it's just not proper. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel that that's where the bar has to be set for you as a person. Like every relationship should be based off of how will this fit and how will it help them grow and how can they help me grow? You know what I'm saying? Cause like, cause otherwise what's the point? Exactly. And it should just be good shit. It shouldn't be anything negative. It shouldn't be, you know, but like I said in the beginning of this episode, as so many people are willing to just kind of, breeze by all the details and that's just really a sad a sad way to go about it because you're doing yourself a disservice and the people around you a disservice because you might be bringing in unwarranted problems and issues and and well i wouldn't say unwarranted but um issues and problems that you could have avoided and that really aren't productive and will will just be kind of more so damage control in the future for no reason no reason Why? at all. No reason at all. Yeah. So speaking of the future, segueing into our next topic, we're going to get into a little bit of finances. Came across this book by Chris Hogan, Everyday Millionaires. I've been like f- look, watching some of his videos on YouTube. This stuff is not like new to us. Like we we we've we've talked about it and like we a lot of these things that like we we live our life by and it's just like real interesting stuff. But I have noticed as of late, for some reason in my life, like certain conversations of finance have come up just like with different people that I know, like certain things that we're talking about, like 
you know, the, this idea of saving money, like lowering debt, all these different things. And what's so badass about this book, Everyday Millionaires, is Chris Hogan's whole philosophy. Well, let me give you a little bit of backstory before I give you his philosophy. The backstory of the book is that you find out early on in the book that there are between 12 and 13 million millionaires in the United States of America, which I didn't know there were that many. That's a lot. 12 and 13 million millionaires. Yeah. A millionaire is defined not by like you have a million dollars in the bank. A millionaire is defined by like the value of your assets and what you have liquidated up against your debt is a million or over. That's yeah. that's how it's that's how it's defined. Yeah. The in in the process of writing the book, him and his team and like the people that he worked with, they interviewed and studied over 10,000 millionaires. Holy fuck. 10,000 millionaires. It's a lot. A lot. Like it's like very very like in-depth extensive shit. And in there, they see that, like, in most cases, it wasn't, like, anything crazy that these people did. Like, yeah. like you, you hear, like, oh, no, you had to, like, invest in Apple and you got to invest in Amazon and, like, you got to, like, buy buildings and this and that and, like, do all of these things. And, like, in some cases, yes, like, do do all of that stuff. Like, yeah. like as an entrepreneur, like, I, I believe in a lot of that stuff. I yeah. believe in... I, I take... A, I take minimum not minimum i'd say moderate risks with the stock market yeah. i have like yeah. more conservative accounts and then i have an account that like i'm a little bit more moderate yeah. i'm not like like super aggressive with it yeah i'm a little bit more moderate i have retirement accounts and then i like invest in real estate yeah. but through his tenants it's like you don't even need all of that it's just pretty much essentially aggressively saving for retirement obviously having retirement accounts like yeah. iras Roth IRAs, 401ks, mutual yeah. funds. He believes in all of that. And like, and as you see, it's like a big thing. Yeah. But what's even more awesome about that book is like the different stories about how people, whether they're single or in relationships or a couple, yeah. like they've worked the situation where maybe they're not there yet or at, at some point they weren't there, yeah. but like how they got there based off of like following a lot of certain tenants like yeah. tenants and principles that 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 are talked about which i assume is w like on his vlogs when he calls the vips those are like the people that have done really good with those tenants right it, exactly like yeah. e exactly like oh, people man. like that and and like and so in in the vlogs like he'll have uh people that send in emails he'll read the email and like some of them, they're kind of depressing because like the people are like in really bad financial strains. Yeah. Some of them are like, wow, like it's very optimistic. And it's so crazy yeah. because the truth of the matter is like money isn't everything. And it really, really isn't. It's not everything. And it no. won't it won't like buy you happiness. It, it won't do any of that. But it can like orchestrate the situation. And like if you utilize it as a tool it could create the platform for you to be happy. Yeah. Like you can have the platform to do it. It's like you have the foundation to the house. Exactly. You don't have we don't have the bricks and everything, but at least you have the foundation. You, you have, have the, what you need to make the house. To make the house, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and it and it's badass like like there was like on one of his vlogs there was this uh one uh chick she emailed him and she's like yeah i'm 25 and like uh, me and my husband we've been married for two years this and that we're like he's working on that like i work i work on this uh we're pretty much like like just living off of one of our incomes the other income we're just like saving 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 and like and like dude was so pumped like when he read that he was like wow like you guys are on your way this and that yeah i wish and i and i've said this and i and i do think like you know i believe in like speaking things into existence and i think that one day like i will do this like after like reaching a certain level but i do i would like to like one day have like a financial program for kids because yeah. the reason why like, I, I even feel like this topic is is worth bringing up is because there's so much stuff in this book and like from his YouTube videos that it's like, why isn't it taught? Yeah. Why isn't it taught? Like why, you know what I'm saying? It's, Basic principles to live a comfortable life at very minimum. At very minimum, live a comfortable life. Yeah. Maybe not the happiest life because you never know. Like, or no, like, or maybe the happiest life because like you don't have to have a bunch of money to live the happiest life. You no, can be very happy, no. but but it's just one of those things where in the United States, like like the financial aspect of it is part of it. It just it just is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to the first episode we did, uh, or was it the second? The second episode. Yeah. Which follow is, your passion. Yeah. Don't follow your passion. Yeah, don't follow your passion, which kind of sounds like, well, what the fuck are these guys on? And when you listen to the episode, it's like, you know, you don't necessarily have to do everything that, you know, like I, I feel that society pushes like, oh, you have to be happy. You have to be happy everywhere you're at. You have to have the perfect job. No, not really. I don't, I don't think that people want to wake up early and work for somebody else to, you know, Money. I think they do that to work on something. I think your happiness should be on the working on the something. So be, when your happiness becomes working on that something, like always, oh, okay, so I'm here now. Where can I be five years from now? Where can I be well, a day from now? Where can I be a month from now? Where can I be 10 years from now, 20 years from now? That you're working towards something. So then anything that you do now becomes kind of like a tool to attain more happiness, right? So you could fucking be scrubbing toilets, but like, shit, I'm getting paid on Friday and I, I get to fucking pay myself first, put a little bit on my Roth IRA, you know, like save a little bit to buy this, 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 uh, or, or start this little company I want to do. Like I, I love scrubbing this fucking toilet, like, exactly. because I, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards something as opposed to someone who might fucking be in a nice office with a awesome coffee machine and fucking, you know, like all the people have like nice fucking things and they invite you to fucking yachts and shit. But you're not really happy because you're on some nothing shit. Yeah. And like you don't ever have, you don't have a savings account. You don't have a, a Roth IRA. You don't have a, you know, just a multitude of things. You just don't care. You just, you just live life day by day. No purpose. Well, are you happy? You know what I'm saying? You have the job that you wanted. You're in a, you know, cubicle and whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know, somewhere nice where fucking air conditioning is great, and you ain't fucking scrubbing shit off a toilet. But are you happy though? Yeah, and I feel that that happiness becomes what you're working towards, as opposed to a status or anything like that. Exactly, and so essentially, with like with the book and what it what it talks about is like the things 
that people can do to like obtain that or get themselves like a, in a better situation. And then how like once you are in that better situation, you really can look at like the possibility of like, oh, damn, like in my lifetime, I probably could become a millionaire yeah. or get close because maybe like millionaire status isn't like the end all be all. <clears throat> and and in there, it talks about that. Like that doesn't have to be the end. Of, oh, I have to be a millionaire. It's just yeah. one of those things. Like It's like a nice goal. Yeah. And it's something it's like it's a high reaching thing. Well, it's badass what to you like, told me. To, to make yourself better off. Go ahead. But what your realtor had sent you, which was, ba- I found that like badass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like the, like the, like this is like a carrot to keep in front of you, like to keep going. Yeah. And it was like a, like a building, like over a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. It was just like. I, I bet that shit fucking motivated the fuck out of you. Hell though. yeah, it did. Hell <laughs> yeah, it did. And, and it's one of those things where, where that's like the nice thing about capitalism because. Yeah. yeah. In, in like in getting there, that realtor like in providing that level of motivation, that realtor also benefits because if I work with her, it's like all right, well, all these deals that I'm cutting, you get your cut because you're the realtor. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. capitalism, like it 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 uh, encourages like other capitalists. It's not just like oh, it's a me 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 me. Mm. No, it's no like we make it because like this is how this how this is how things happen. And, you know, like you, one thing like feeds off of the it's, other. Yeah, it's like a domino effect. Definitely. I mean, think of it buying like a 30 unit that's kind of beat up. I know some AC motherfuckers that, that are going to be happy as hell when they get that right. phone call. Electricians, plumbers, all of that stuff. Not only that. They get to feed their one, families from their one, labor. One of my friends the other day, he pointed out something that, that was like badass. He was like, he's like, yeah, like, and that's how you serve the community. Because like, if you keep the rent low, like that helps those people. You give people jobs. And and it's funny because the other day somebody reached out to me and they're like, hey, man, like this guy, he needs some work. And I needed to do some work at my building. And it was one of those things where I could have really did the work myself. I didn't need to hire him. But I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll hire him. Like, you know, but it's one of those things like even having that option was nice. Yeah. Because but that's what I'm saying. But the whole point of that is like all of it is really based off of like. It's really based off of sound financial planning and, and like and and orchestrating the situation financially where it's conducive to what you want in the future. Yeah. And that's the other thing. And and the book doesn't really go that into detail about goals, but I think goal orientation is is very important because it does like at some point it does back to questions like, well, what is all of this? For? Like, what am I doing? What is all of this for? You know? Yeah. If, yeah. You know, but even, even if like what you want to do is like nothing like grandiose, like, Oh, you know, I want to do something like major, like, or like greater or, or like monumental. The book is not about that. The book is just about like how you could be an everyday person and like with the right decisions yeah. You can get yourself to become a millionaire or close to it. And it really is like following like very basic principles of of saving money, not overspending, cutting down your debt and like aggressively cutting down your debt, trying to pay off your house as soon as possible if you have a house. Yeah. Putting like some money away for an emergency fund like it, and it and it breaks all that stuff down. You know what I'm excited about? Like I was fucking looking at it <laughs> Something as simple as like the mortgage insurance, right? Because once you get twenty percent paid and you have a uh, 
Well, I think with an FHA loan, you pay that mortgage insurance for the remainder of the loan. But if you get a conventional loan, you once you've paid 20% of the house, then you don't have to pay the mortgage insurance anymore. Oh, interesting. It's like, what, 25, 30 bucks or whatever. So, like, me and my girl were like, damn, we're getting close. Like, yeah. that's badass. Like, 20% and we're... we're we don't have to pay but this. that's but what you just said is badass because there's a lot of people they don't think like that and that's like a very goal orientated thing for a couple it's like all right well we're working on this like yeah. we're we're yeah. situating this we're getting closer to something then when you get to that point it's like, all right you know and then what now what now exactly yeah. do you know how much like have we saved enough to like just like dump a bunch of money into like paying that like paying the house or whatever like that's my point is like with the sound financial planning all of that is possible but also in terms of like a significant other it ties into the subject matter of earlier about like the blue pill red pill thing because you do there are women out there that like any extra oh let's spend it spend it spend it and then that's another thing yeah yeah, a blue pill motherfucker will be like, all right, all right, all right babe, spend it. Like, okay. <laughs> and a red pill motherfucker will be like, nah, like, let's, or do we not have a goal here? Are we not trying to make something happen? Yeah. And if, and if she don't rock with it, then it ain't meant to be. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And, 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 and it's crazy because you realize that a lot of people, it's like the happiness you could see that the people that are financially better off think about these things so they're they're happy naturally and um funny earlier today well it contributes to the hat because i i don't want to make it sound like like it's the only thing that makes a person happy yeah yeah it contributes to it exactly and that's kind of what i want to dive into because my friend at work was showing me a videos of like the guys from Jackass, right? Uh-huh. So obviously, if you you haven't heard of Jackass, was, I think the show started like in two thousand, was when MTV was around, like MTV where they had the reality TV thing. Because I don't know if they're doing reality TV anymore. I don't even know if they're still around. To Re- be yeah, honest. yeah. <laughs> like I haven't. So at the peak of, of of their time. It was like it was a it was a huge success between I think the demographics of twelve and thirty four, male. Oh, interesting. It was like it, it blew up. I yeah, I remember Jackass. Yeah, and, I didn't know that was the demographic, but I remember. Yeah. And I mean, naturally, think about it. Like that's when when men do the craziest shit, probably, or or think of the craziest shit to do. So, and that's what those guys did. They were like, kind of like quasi, stuntmen. Yeah, <laughs> like not really stuntmen, but stuntmen. So. And uh, they used to do crazy ass shit, disgusting ass shit. It's just like some jackass shit. Yeah, jackass <laughs> shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hence the name jackass. And um, I was looking at, at that shit, and I was like, damn, that, that's that that's nuts. Um, I wonder what's what's to these guys. Well, what are they on now? And and like, dude, all of them had drug problems, like during all that time, and after. Mm. And then, and then, uh, remember, uh, Bam, I forgot what his last name was. Well, Ma- he, Ma- Majera, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And like, named, yeah, I'm not even going to attempt it, but he had a, a off, like a, like a kind of like a show that came off from Jackass yeah. called Viva La Bam. Yeah. And well, you know, so I remembered that and I was like, oh yeah, that show used to be funny. They used to be, you know, doing dumb ass shit. He had that uncle that yeah. like, said shit that you didn't even know. <laughs> 
And like, and they would put the subtitles. Dude was huge, man. That motherfucker was fat as fuck, yo. And you didn't know what the fuck he was saying. So I was like, it was, it was hilarious. But then, like, I, I started reading like each of their kind of like bios after, after the show or during the show, and like he had such a big problem with drugs, uh, alcohol, and and he said that like I, I I checked myself in for like the third time. And I realized that, like, and, and then I checked myself out with after two weeks because I realized that when I'm bored is when I do this stuff. I yeah. do this stuff when I'm bored, and I'm very bored in the re like when I when I'm in rehab. What did they say? The idle mind is the devil's workshop. Yeah, yeah. and 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 that, I guess that's where I'm going at with this is like he, then he started saying like, oh well, I started hiking and and started getting on some workout stuff and started like really like getting in a creative zone. Interesting. And that's where I was kind of like going with the whole, a lot of people that are doing, that, that that do well financially and think about these things, they're so active that that's not the only thing that they're active at. They're like, they have a decent like workout routine. They have, you know, they actively try and, and, and learn new things that, that, you know, they're willing to, to look at other, other, other stuff. It's funny. And it's so crazy that you just said that, cause I'm going to show you something that I just saw online. That's like so awesome. My it, mind, will it be blown? <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, think it, about that. It's like it, it's this thing, and it says why only a few succeed. Five, five things. They know their why, so like they know their personal reason why. They value their sleep. They live below their means. They focus on education. But like education, the little picture that it shows, it's not like education, like a graduation hat. It's education, like the person's reading a book. They prioritize their health. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. That's a pretty good life. If you ask me. Hell yeah. That's a great life. Hell yeah. And and (laughs) that shit, that shit is bad. That's a picture. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Send me that shit. But yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And the fact that like he's he's doing uh, well, I mean, I, I I I don't know what he's doing now. So like for all I know, he relapsed. I don't know, but basically from what he said, it's like well, I'm doing productive stuff. So you know, fine finances. That's a productive thing to do. Like you should probably pay attention to your finances. If you want to have a at least a comfortable time. And even and even if now is not comfortable because. You yeah. might be in a certain situation. It don't mean that, like, with sacrifice and work, it can it can't get there. Yeah, yeah. But it and, and like it's just a struggle. And then it, it reminds me of the shit that Jordan Peterson talks about sometimes in the seminars. Like, people think that shit should be sweet all the time, and well, no, actually, shit is horrible all around you if you think about it. Like, in America, we're we're in a bubble, kind of, if you think about it. And if you notice, the people that come into America, coming from another set of ideals and non-opportunity, they come in and they destroy the people that are comfortable. Because you're comfortable. Yeah. We're all comfortable. Oh, look at my fucking iPhone, man. I got my fucking MacBook Pro. I'm decent. Motherfucking Nigerian comes in. Dude's fucking getting paid <laughs> double your your wage because he comes in like, ah, oh, fuck that iPhone. Fuck the fucking MacBook. I'm on this fucking, let's get this money. Let's 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 reap the benefits of, 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 of what America is. And, and what's so crazy that you use the word comfort because 
I always analyze that shit. Like when I get too comfortable, I get antsy. And I noticed that like that, like no matter where I'm at, like if I'm, if I'm at, if I'm at the, 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 the buildings, like if I'm, if I'm at work, if it's like with like the podcast, like if, if like things feel too comfortable, it's not, I gotta, we gotta shake it up. Like, yeah. like we like, we were coasting off consistency with the pod. No, we gotta like do video content. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. People are rocking off of Till It Hurts, man. People like that. No, we gotta make more songs. Oh, I'm sitting down chilling. No, I gotta stand up. I gotta move. I gotta like. Yeah. I don't like it. It really is like a thing for me. It's like I get antsy when I get like when I feel too. It's the weirdest thing because like yeah. I enjoy comfort. Like you know what I'm saying. And in times like in 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 times where it's like all right, well, if you you want to sit down and watch a movie, go out to eat, have some time with like a significant other. Yeah. Like that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that, and and it's actually needed it's it's healthy yeah but what i'm talking about is like a constant and perpetual state of that is not good no, no. And, and and uh this thing i sent you this the other day is like comfort is a drug once you get used to it it becomes addicting give a weak man consistent sex good food cheap entertainment and he'll throw his ambitions right at the window the comfort zone is where dreams go to die damn yeah actually thinking about it uh just last week I threw all my my ambitions out the window. <laughs> I was like, man, this shit is comforting as fuck. <laughs> I just threw that shit. I don't know what happened to it. That's great. <laughs> no, no but, but think about that shit because, yeah, it is. And you know what? Like that angst, if you notice, because that happens to me too, like, that's part of like why I feel guilty. Like I felt guilty playing Resident Evil Two, the remake. I I think honestly, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like say this because in my heart there's still a place for video games. Yeah. In my heart, like there's a place for it, but everything about me suggests that like I'm done with video. Yeah. Like, and it's it hurts. It really like because it was such a big part of my life. And I, I honestly like if I do come to the conclusion, yeah. I might write video games a poem. Like, listen, yeah. like we had some fucking great ass times, but I, I just I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, you're too needy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's a lot of time. Yeah, like it's a lot of time. Like, Dude, I yeah, like I passed Leon's part, and you know, like when you pass Leon's part, you still got to pass Claire part. Claire's part. I think like I passed the game. I'm good. I I did Leon. I did more than enough. I passed half of the That's game. That's better than me. You know what passing the game is for me these days? Like the shit loading up. Like I get it downloaded <laughs> to the system. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Like I beat that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. I, it's crazy. It, it It is. I mean, this is good problems. This well, not, yeah. It's not bad problems. Yeah. Like you're, you're dedicating your time to something more productive. But it is. It's like. It's for, bad. <laughs> for something that growing up was such a part of like us and with all of our friends and everything yeah. like that it's like oh and then you think about it like what if we went on vacation and played was that well we're on vacation though so not even like you wouldn't even have time to play even on vacation no what the fuck are you gonna do like you're on vacation playing a video game yeah. stop it <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it, it's hard and then if you don't like the occasional like madden is like nice yeah but but, but that's like really nothing you're not even like it's not even uh, a, a whole story you're beating. It's just like a, yeah. a quick exhibition. That's like right now we do an episode. And I was like, fuck it, I'll beat you in man real quick. And then we'll play. It, it's, except you won't beat me. Right? <laughs> it, 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 I'll except, lose. Except you won't beat right? me. But it's like, 
See, and then like, do you see the 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 love is still yeah. there because I still have the fight, and the fight is still there. Pick up the remote. How are you? Say fucking face me, face me. <laughs> but yeah, like that. That's cool because it's like that's a, that'll be a 20, 30 minute game, and we're done. You know, there's no story. There's no. I don't. I I didn't buy a horse after murdering two bandits. You know, and then now I gotta fucking retrace my steps. Yeah. And fucking do some missions. I, no, I I don't have to do that with Madden. So I like sports games. So, Jesus Christ, I hit this mic. Uh, sports games. It's I still can fuck with that because it's like it's good. But see, you still feel that angst with with the video games. Like if you play it for too long or. Or if you even think about playing it, and then if you don't, and if and if that angst is still there, and you don't do anything productive, that could kind of be like a depressing thing. Yes, it it's, is. It's, it's like it takes you down a rabbit hole like, of like negative energy. Like, have you ever? Because obviously you're a rapper, so have you ever had like thought of like a line or a bar like in the middle of the night and not wrote it down? Like when you oh. wake up in the morning, it's the word. Like you feel like you lost money almost. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> Like, like you found the the ultimate stock yeah, at the right like, price. I feel like, fuck, like I lost a hundred dollars. Like if like a hundred dollars just, poof. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like and and it's and so it'll keep me up sometimes where yeah. I'll be like, all right, let me, I got it, let me get this out, whatever. Yeah. Even if it's like one or two bars, like let me get it out and then like it's done, and I could go back to sleep. At least it's out there in, in the notepad somewhere, yeah. and then I could look back at it. Oh, that's what my thought process was, and then it could stem into a song. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely crazy, crazy stuff. Fuck, let's go write some music. Oh <laughs> uh, well, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, anything else about finances? I, I, uh, Shit. Get them right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Caught you off that guard twice very, already. <laughs> very productive. Shit. Yeah, get them right. <laughs> no, this shit. I would say for people to check out his his YouTube videos because oh definitely yeah. definitely Chris Hogan and Dave Ramsey like the guy he works with or works under yeah it, it, or so it seems you told me about a video that he had the the he's a like, YFOMO and he's YOLO like, he's like YFOMO and YFOMO and YOLO are phrases that millionaires don't use and and it's like a it's kind of a long video but it's it's a nice watch and it's pretty much just about how certain things that like that might like people that have a certain mindset they're not concerned about like oh like the, 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 I'm, the fear of missing out you only live once like yeah. yeah i mean like do that if you want but like um, oh, there's other motherfuckers on other shit yeah. and which is that that's what fomo and yolo is so fear of missing out is fomo and yolo is you only live once yeah yeah definitely um check them videos so out. check the videos out and like if anybody is interested in the book everyday millionaires by chris hogan it's a really good book yeah, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, remember, we drop an episode every Tuesday. It helps us a lot when you rate and review the episodes on iTunes or any other podcast app that you're using. Um, follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. This is our website, hangingwithapes.com. We will be back next week. Thank you guys so much for an amazing month. Uh yeah, I'm not going to say the numbers thing because I keep saying it every week. Yeah. Why? Wow, I kind of just said it. But anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much for an amazing month. The show continues to grow. We're out. Peace. Peace.